And now, here's your host for overtime, Lee Patterson. that hard to turn the knobs? Well, hello there, and welcome to Overtime. I am Lee Patterson. Thanks for joining us today on Overtime on Wednesday, January 31st. Do you believe it's the last day of January 2024 already? And it's also the last full week of regular season basketball and soccer for most in the Gila Valley. So it is... It's hard to believe it's that time of year. Crossover season has started in collegiate sports. Baseball started. Softball started. It is hard to believe that it is already that time of year. Hope you're doing well and hope you're warm today because uh, it'll be the last warm day of the week. With that winter storm blowing through, it doesn't look... I've I've looked at several forecasts and it doesn't look like it's going to be super rainy. I just think it's going to be super cold, cloudy, and windy. But I am, but I digress. I am not a meteorologist. I just play one when I read it on the radio. Um, we've got a big show today. We've got soccer brackets. We've got scenarios for local basketball teams. Eastern Arizona College athletics are pretty much on fire right now. We'll talk about all of that and more coming up just after this. What's going on? We've got 3A girls soccer play-in. Our boys soccer play-in, I'm sorry. As number 24, Safford will head to number 9 Trivium Prep tomorrow. That is short notice. I mean, I feel like only finding out a day before where you're going to go and who you're going to play. I guess it's the playoffs. Maybe not. I don't know. That just seems like a short notice to, to find out that you've, or you're the number 24 team and you're going to Trivium Prep tomorrow for a 6 o'clock game. The Safford boys are the only local soccer team, well, between Safford and Thatcher boys and girls, that will have to play a play-in game tomorrow. But let's look at the rest of the 3A boys play-in tomorrow. Number 24, Safford at number 9, Trivium Prep. Number 17, Empire is at number six NFL 16, NFL yet. Number 18, Scottsdale Christian is at number 15, Basis Phoenix. Number 21, Valley Christian is at number 12, Tank of Verde. Number 22, Borgade Catholic is at number 11, Odyssey Institute. Number 20, Palo Verde is at number 13, Santan Foothills. Number 19, Florence is at number 14, Arate Prep. And number 23, Horizon Honors travels down to take on number 10, Yuma Catholic. That is the boys play-in. The 3A girls play-in looks like this. Number 24, Phoenix Country Day is at number 9, Crisman. Number 17, Rancho Solano at number 16, ALA Ironwood. Number 18, Valley Christian at number 15, River Valley. Number 21, Yuma Catholic at number 12, Scottsdale Prep. But because Yuma Catholic won their region and is the 21 seed, they will host that game on tomorrow. Number 22, Coolidge at number 11, Glendale Prep. Number 20, Florence is at number 13, Gilbert Classical. Number 19, Scottsdale Christian at number 14, Sabino. And number 23, Tank of Verde, as at number 10, Veritas Prep. The 3A girls soccer ranking, 1 through 8. 
The number one overall team will be the Gilbert Christian Knights at twelve and zero. The number two overall seed in the two in the three A girls bracket will be the number two, will be the Thatcher Eagles. They are ten zero and one on the season. Number three Northwest Christian. Number four ALA West Foothills. Number five is Push Ridge. Number six Benjamin Franklin. Number seven is Safford at ten two and one. And number eight is Arate Prep at ten and two. So both Thatcher and Safford will have home first round playoff games after that play in. And so if they're the number two, Thatcher will get the second highest seed that wins. If it stays, if it stays by current ranking, that puts Safford or excuse me, Thatcher against the winner of Valley Christian and River Valley. If it stays, I mean, River Valley would be the 15th seed. So that's who they would match up with. But if there's upsets, they will reseed it accordingly Safford in the opening round would get the 10 seed and that is Veritas Prep if they beat Tankaverde so that is on the girls side but there will there's bound to be some upsets but nonetheless Benjamin or excuse me Safford and Thatcher girls will both get first round playoff games at home on the boys' side, number one, Gilbert Christian, number two, Push Ridge, number three, Northwest Christian, number four, Phoenix Country Day, number five, ALA Ironwood, number six, the Thatcher Eagles, number seven, Veritas Prep, and number eight, Glendale Prep. In the 3A boys' final rankings. So the Thatcher boys will have a home first-round game as well. Uh, they will... They would take on the 11 seed at home. And on the boys' side, that would be Odyssey Institute. If if everything stayed the same, if the higher seeds won all their first-round games. So three first-round playoff games at home for local soccer. Safford boys will go on the road tomorrow in the play-in round, which is not technically considered the playoffs. And it just seems... I know the parents and probably the administration feel this way, but every time that there's a play-in, it feels like a Safford team is having to go all the way across the state. I've seen I've seen volleyball go to Page, or basketball go to Page, volleyball go to Parker. Boy, soccer only has to go to Trivium Prep. It's you know it's not like it's all the way across, but a lot of travel when you get down into those lower seeds. Now we'll skip back inside to high school basketball. 3A girls basketball rankings are out this afternoon. Sholo remains number one. Window Rock is number two. Page is number three. Valley Christian is number four. Fountain Hills is fifth. Coolidge is sixth. Snowflake, seven. Monument Valley, eight. Push Ridge, nine. Payson, ten. Ben Franklin, 11. That's the first page. Uh, locally, Thatcher sits number 25, and Safford sits number 29. So the Safford girls are one game out of the playoffs if nobody bumps them. But we're going to talk about an interesting scenario coming up in the 3A girls after we go through all these other girls' rankings. In 2A girls basketball, Phoenix Country Day is number one. Miami is number two. Pima sits number three. San Carlos is number four. Glendale Prep is five. St. John six. Horizon seven. Arizona Lutheran 8, Mojave 9, Scottsdale Prep 10, and Marinci sits number 11 on the girls' 2A side. On the 1A side, their regular season is over, and the 
and Fort Thomas will play in the East Copper Super Regional. And this is the bracket for that. The Copper number one was Joe City. They'll get the overall buy in that one. East 2 Valley Lutheran will host Copper 3 Muggion. Copper 2 Fort Thomas will host East 3 Cicero Prep at 4.30 tomorrow. And East 1 Lincoln Prep will host Copper 4 Sibiquiu tomorrow as well. That is the girls' super regional. It's the East and the Copper. They combine two regions, and they play in those games. So that is it's an interesting concept. I'm I don't know that I don't know that it uh, the way that the one A is seeding things they need these tournaments because conference or tournament or super regional champions are getting in so I like it though I mean it's kind of it back you know I feel like the old guy now back when I was playing um, it was you matched up with a region you knew at the end of the year who you were going to play already. Because the South played the West in the first round. So South 1 played West 4. And so on. Um, And that's who you played in the first round. Everybody knew which region they matched up with beforehand. And as the season went, you could see where everybody ended. And that's where... That's who you played. So let's get to this interesting... That word I struggle with. Interesting... 3A girls scenario. So the 3A is now is taking 24 teams into the state playoffs. 24 straight. No play in. But each, the top two region teams get in automatically regardless of seeding. So this is how the 3A, well, you heard you heard the 3A rankings earlier. Thatcher's 25th, just one spot out. And Safford's 29th, four spots out. Five spots out. Math, it's hard. But the top two teams in the South get in automatically. So right now in the 3A South, Push Ridge is number one and Safford is number two. Sabino's three and Thatcher's four. So even though Safford girls are ranked 29th, currently they're in the playoffs. And they would bump number 24 out of the playoffs. So... There's a scenario that Thatcher could finish inside the top 24 and be bumped by Safford in the playoffs. New, 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 right? And let's like take a look at the remainder of the schedule. So tonight is senior night over at Safford. The girls will have Globe, who is 1-12 this year, should be able to get past that game. But on the second... Safford is at Sabino, who's 10-5, and and they're one game behind Safford. So they could, with a loss at Sabino, Safford could fall into the number three spot and be out of the playoffs. And then they'll finish on the eighth at home against Pushridge, who's 13-2 and at the top of the region. So really, the game, obviously tonight could be a trap game for Safford girls, playing 1-12 Globe on senior night. A lot of other pomp and circumstance. But they get past Globe tonight. They're going to have to win at Sabino to stay in the playoffs, in my opinion, because a win over 1-12 Globe isn't going to move the dial. But at Sabino, you stay in the number two spot, then it won't matter what you do at Pushridge on the eighth. But if you get to a must-win at Pushridge on the eighth, that's a scary spot for Safford to be in. That is their way to the playoffs. For Thatcher, who sits 25th, 
They have 4-12 and 12 Empire tomorrow. Then on Monday, they will host number 13, Altusay, who's 8-8. Eight and eight. And then they will have number 6, Coolidge, to end the season. Much tougher road for Safford. Safford's going to need a win over Empire for sure. And then I think they'll have to get one of those games against Altusay or Coolidge to even get in the top 24. But even if they get in the top 24, there's Safford lurking just behind them in the rankings. But ahead of them in the standings, is, that's, is it clear as mud? Because that is what a scenario that would be, right? If, that's, if that actually happened. We're going to take a break just to kind of regroup, update my math skills, pay some bills. And we'll come back. We'll go over boys' rankings coming up right after this. Welcome back to Overtime. Lee Patterson with you. Thanks for joining us today on the final day of January 2024. We'll step over to the boys' side of high school basketball. Much like, just like the 1A girls, the 1A boys is in their Super Regional Week. It is the East versus the Copper there, too. The overall number one seed on the boys' side, the Copper won Fort Thomas Apaches. They will get a bye today. They will play tomorrow. Actually, they will play. They get a bye tomorrow. They will play Saturday. Nope, Friday. Tomorrow's a Thursday. Friday is the second, and Saturday is the third. So they will play Friday at an unknown time just yet. Uh, on other boys, East 2, Lincoln Prep will be uh, will host C, uh, Copper 3, Joe City. Uh, the Copper 2, Hayden, will host East 3, Valley Lutheran. And East 1, Cicero Prep, will host Copper 4, Mugione. The championships are, so the first two rounds are at high seed. The championships are Saturday at Joe City for both the boys and the girls tournaments in that super regional. 2A boys basketball rankings released this morning. Santan Charter number one, Arizona Lutheran number two. Rancho Solano is third. Phoenix Christian is fourth. Leading Edge is fifth. Marinci sits number six. Horizon Honor is seven. Pima has dropped to number eight. Heritage Academy Levine is 9. Phoenix Country Day is 10. Highland Prep is 11. And that is the first page of that. We'll take, uh, we'll look at this 2A boys scenario before we go to the 3A. So right now, the Pima boys sit number 8. Number 8. That is the cutoff without having to play a play in game. The top 8 get a bye and don't have to play the play in game. This is what the rest of the season looks like for the Pima Rough Riders. They've got three games left in the regular season. They are at Benson tonight, who is eight and seven and number 18 in the state. And then on Thursday, they are at home against Santa Rita, who is 0 and 14. And then on the sixth, they go to Marinci, who is 13 and one and the number six team in the state. It could come down to a win at Marinci for Pima to finish in the top eight. That's a real that's a real scenario. I mean, I think they'll be fine at Benson. I th- obviously they'll be fine against Santa Rita, but having to go to Marinci and win to stay in the top eight is a real possibility for the Pima boys. I mean, they're still going to be in the playoffs. They'll just have to play an extra game in a play in the play in round, but it will be a home game. For Marinci, what do they have left? They are at Bisbee tomorrow, who is 
11 and 5 on the season and the number 13 seed. Then they'll have San Miguel at home on Saturday, who is 2 and 12 this year. And then the big matchup with Pima on the 6th at home, who is number 8. So if Marinci beats Bisbee at Bisbee, which is always a tough to place to play, and they're obviously decent this year, they're 11 and 5, that's going to set up a pretty much a conference championship game on February 6th in Marinci. 3A boys basketball, Valley Christian number one. There was some news this week uh, that went around social media, and I think even in the Republic, that Valley Christian could be under investigation for one of their players playing in Italy uh, earlier this year during the season. However, the people I've asked, it's their best player, last name Shaw, I think it's Luke. Um, People I've asked had said that the AIA had approved that already, so there's no issue there. And he was trying out for the national team in Italy. He's got dual citizenship, apparently. And because... He because it was a tryout for a a national team. Apparently, every player gets two of those tryouts per year, so those are already written into the rules. So it was a little weird to see a picture of a current high school player playing for an Italian team over the Christmas holiday, but apparently everything was taken care of beforehand. Uh, Gilbert Christian's number two, Yuma Catholic is number three, ALI, ALA Ironwood is four, Holbrook is five. Page is 6, Northwest Christian is 7, Fountain Hills is 8, Sholo is 9, Chinley is 10, and Coolidge is 11. Right now, locally, Safford sits number 17, and Thatcher is number 28 in 3A boys. Need to be in the top 24 to get in. Currently in the 3A South, Push Ridge is 1, Safford is 2, Tanka Verde is 3, Sabino's 4, and Thatcher is 5th in the 3A South. So right now, Safford is in two different ways. For being in the top 24, they're in, but also they're number two in the region, so they would be in on the boys' side as well. Thatcher has left on the second at Empire, who is 5-10. Then they'll be home Monday against Altusay, who's 4-12 this year, and number 34 in the state. Then they'll have Coolidge at home, who is the 11th team in the state at 11-3, and, and then they'll be at Pushridge. Safford is going to have to – or Thatcher will – probably have to win three of those four at empire home against out home against coolidge or at push ridge i mean obviously going undefeated in that stretch obviously is ideal but probably have to win three of those and then for safford they've got three games left they are home tonight against two and 13 globe for senior night then they are at sabino who is six and ten and then home against Catalina, who's 1-12. So a much easier schedule the rest of the way for Safford. That game at Sabino could... If they win at Sabino, they will be in the playoffs for sure for Safford because Sabino is one win, one game in the win column behind Safford for that number two spot to get in automatically. So if Safford could beat Globe and Catalina, as they should, but then on the second, so on fr- as Friday go to Sabino and get a win there. They will be locked into the playoffs. And so I like to do what if the season ended now in the 3A boys playoffs, and this is what it would look like. Safford would finish 17 if the season ended right now. They would go to Florence in the first round, and then the winner of that would get number one Valley Christian. So if you're Safford, you want to steer clear of that. 
I think anywhere else would be fine except for that 16 or 17 line. That is that is just I mean that's that's called a business decision there. You don't want to be on that line. We'll take another timeout when we come back. We'll shift gears over to Eastern Arizona College. Talk a little bit about their seasons all going on right now right after this. Welcome back here to Overtime. Lee Patterson with you. Thanks for joining us. Take a look at Eastern Arizona College Athletics and where they're at right now. Men's basketball has won their winning streak to ran their winning streak to 12 in a row. They are 11 and 0 in the league and 18 and 4 overall. They were they de- they defeated Scottsdale on Saturday. Uh, they were a little shorthanded. The flu bug has had hit the basketball team, and they left four guys at home and still were able to keep that winning streak going and win at Scottsdale on Saturday. Women's basketball has also got their winning streak to 12. They are 19-1 overall. They are 12-1 in the conference. They are one game ahead of Arizona Western in that respect there. They'll get a chance to avenge their only loss this year is Cochise comes to town this Friday and Saturday on Friday night, 5.30 and 7.30 against Cochise on Saturday, 2 o'clock and 4 o'clock against Cochise as well. Women first and men both days. We'll have the men's games here on KATO, 7.30 and 4 o'clock this weekend. You can watch the Eastern women's games on the Eastern Arizona College YouTube channel at 5.30 and 2 o'clock this weekend. Softball and baseball started their season this weekend. With baseball going 4-0 and only giving up six runs all weekend in four games, that is the lowest amount of runs given up in the entire league this weekend on opening weekend. Arizona Western, Chandler Gilbert, Eastern, and Glendale all went 4-0 over the weekend. Eastern outscored Luna College 34-6 in four games. Arizona Western outscored their opponent 45-27. to it's also the biggest gap, 34-6 to for Eastern Arizona. So not only are they hitting the ball, they're pitching well, too, in their opening series. On the women's softball side, Eastern Arizona went 3-2 and two over the weekend in Henderson, Nevada in the season opening tournament. They scored 42 to giving up 34. They went 3-0 and on the first day and 0-2 on the second day. Central Arizona is 3-2. Pima College is 3-2. and And there are a bunch of teams that haven't played yet in the league. If you haven't had a chance, you can catch them all spring long. Our next broadcast will be Friday night at 7.30 Eastern Arizona College as the Gila Monsters are in town to take on the Cochise College Apaches. That'll do it for us today. Good luck to Soccer, who is in the playoffs. Good luck to the teams fighting down the stretch. We'll have, uh, because of some great sponsors in the Halo Valley, we'll be all over the place for the state playoff for basketball. We'll be hearing more about that coming up shortly as well. Uh, We really do have some great businesses in the Gila Valley that really support athletics and what we do here at KETO and we couldn't be more grateful. So thank you to them. We will be all over from Fort Thomas, Pima, Safford, Thatcher for the playoffs. Again, thanks for joining us. Goodbye. Bye.
Goodbye. Good night. Signing off. Come to bed now. Okay.